and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am your father. Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need, the need for speed. It's time for Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat. For a Thursday afternoon sports chat, Dave Schultz and Lyndon Burton. You must have got a haircut. Nah, oh, my hair's just no, compact no. From, all the, right. from the from the hat. What'd you say? It's just compact from the hat. Oh, all yeah, right. Like I said, I don't think I've ever seen you without a hat. Mm-mm, yeah, no, you definitely have. Because we I sent you a picture of it right when I got my hair. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton on a jam-packed Thursday afternoon uh, sports chat. Uh, we have uh, Evan Dudley on, the beat writer for UAB. Cajuns playing them, what, game three of the season? We'll find out what's going on with Trent Tilfer and the UAB Blazers. I guess they got new jerseys. I wasn't all that high on them. We'll see what he thinks. Uh, Nick Underhill from uh, his own, what, New Orleans.football website. Mm-hmm. Uh, building a monster over there. Brandon Seho, formerly in Baton Rouge and then uh, in Cincinnati as a sportscaster. And admittedly, I uh, had some mental health issues and is now hosting uh, a podcast, Mental Health Pods, and he is getting some big-time guests uh, sharing their story. Uh, I don't know if he's going to them, they're coming to him, but he's had uh, some big-time uh, celebrities, if you will, on the show. And we'll see if Jason Gibbs answers the sports chat bat signal uh, to come on and preview the Browns, right? He gave me... Today is the window to have him on. We'll see if he'll come on at 5 or 5.30 to talk Browns and Johnny Manziel documentary. More and more, that uh, that documentary, Lyndon, is getting some shade. That they they kind of, like the first half an hour and all the high school and UAB, and then not UAB, but the, all the uh, A&M stuff was really cool. And then they sort of, not, not glossed over, but boy, uh, they went... Uh, they kind of went fast from oh, through everything the drug else. thing and uh, the alcohol issue. Very interesting. Very interesting how that happened. All right. Uh, 269-1077. 269-1077. We can do bowl predictions. Nice. Okay. I like that. From CBS Sports. Let's see. He's got. <laughs> he's got. Not in any particular order. But Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and Alabama in the top four. And then LSU in the top five. <laughs> so he's got Big Ten versus SEC in the entire championship. So he basically has, I don't know, I guess he's got Michigan beating Ohio State because they're higher ranked. And he's got Alabama beating LSU. 
But LSU, st- uh, I guess. Still fifth. What's that? Still fifth. Are you looking at the bowl predictions or are you looking at the rankings? Oh, I'm looking at bowl predictions. Yeah, bowl predictions. Yeah, how yeah. he has Georgia versus Ohio State in the Sugar Bowl. I mean, yeah, and then Rose Bowl, Bama versus Michigan. Okay. Yeah. From Jerry Palm? Bowl yeah, from, it would yeah, be yeah. Jerry Palm. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. LSU's fifth and Texas is sixth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Texas is going to be sixth. Their only loss is going to be to LSU, to Bama? I'm assuming LSU's loss is to Bama. Bama. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Crazy. So we can do that as well. Also, we can do this. I do, We just had Scott Watkins on to preview Southern Miss, so I didn't want to bother him again. And I think I know a little bit about all of these uh, Sunbelt teams with Locked On Sunbelt, and that's exactly where we're going to start here in a second. But I'm not informed enough to go through each and every game. He went through the entire schedule, Lyndon, and picked winners and losers in every single game. Jeez. Some of that is not. I mean, he's got Georgia State coming in here and beating the Cajuns. I don't know. He doesn't like the Cajuns, but I get it if you don't like them winning, you know, nine to ten games. But I'm not sure how you see it. He's got Georgia State going three and nine, but picking off the Cajuns on the road. That kind of odd. All right. Again, 269-1077. 269-1077. We are going to play a little bit of audio for my podcast, Lockdown Sunbelt. We had uh, App State uh, head coach Sean Clark on uh, today's episode. And, you know, we talked a lot about a different, about a bunch of different stuff. But the one that hit me was how big that basically eight days were, maybe more, nine, whatever the case may be, from when they beat A&M to hosting game day, how much that was worth in exposure for App State. Why don't you play that clip? Yeah, it is, uh, you know, we joke about it, but I believe the name of the town is officially Lovely Boone, North Carolina. I think you have to, I think it's mandatory or else, you know, you get fined if you don't put the word lovely there because it just, it just seems, you know, fantastic. And, you know, watching all the kids spill out into Main Street or whatever road that was when you guys, you know, took down A&M, uh, it's gotta be, you know, seeing something like that go viral has to make people want to go there. I mean, do you use that in your video to try and recruit kids? Without question, if you think about this, you know, football matters to any university, but it matters at App State. You know, you go to A&M and have, a, uh, the, at the time, the number six ranked team in the country, uh, a major win for our program, and one of the biggest wins since Michigan. And then we have, you know, they announced college game days coming to Boone, North Carolina. <laughs> and then, you know, you sit there and we did a, a study, uh, we as a, a university, uh, that was almost a, a $550 million free advertisement for Boone, North Carolina, for our athletic department, for a football team. And it was a 25% increase in applications for our university. There you go. So you tell me that football don't matter in college athletics and how we do it and how uh, Doug Gillen, our athletic director, and Chancellor Everts, how they run this university. Then with all the realignment and stuff going on right now, there's one thing about App State. Uh, We have passionate fan bases. It's going to be sold out. Every single game is going to be sold out. They love our football program, and we love them as well. So it's a great day to be a Mountaineer. $550 million worth of exposure. A 25% increase in applications after just one game. And so, you know, when I was in Alabama, things that I found out about was, and Boone, North Carolina is 
boy, in the in the northern half of the state, it is west of Greensboro, northwest of Charlotte. So it's 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 almost on the Tennessee border. Is basically what it is. It is northeast of Asheville. It is really in the middle of nowhere. It is not close to any of the major other universities. You know, uh, in Winston-Salem, Raleigh, Durham, it's not that close to anything. And so $550 million. So I, I would say I was joking, you know, I am, and then talking about out of uh, both sides of my mouth that I, in the same breath, or in the next breath, in one breath I can say that Nick Saban is overpaid because he's making $10 million or whatever it is as a college football coach. Seems like a lot of money to be the college football coach. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I can say that Nick Saban is underpaid because Nick, since Nick Saban has arrived, Alabama's enrollment is up 50%. And something I didn't know, Lyndon, more people are coming from out of state. In fact, a friend of mine who lives in Connecticut when he's got two kids in college, I think he's got one more heading off to it. One went to Iowa and the other's to Kansas. And when they were going through the, you know, college searching process, Alabama sent representatives to Connecticut. Come Crazy. out of the, come out of the cold. Come yeah, come hang right? out. You know, why, why do you want to go to school in the winter in Connecticut when you could come you know, down to Alabama, although it does get chilly, it's not nearly as bad as it is in Connecticut. And we got all of this football. Wild. Absolutely wild. But, I mean, it makes sense. Think that, think what A&M is, right? Rebuilding Kyle Field after Johnny Manziel, right? I mean, A&M was, also, was always the also-ran. I mean, they had some good seasons with R.C. Slocum back in the Southwest Conference, right? They were good. They were never really great. They were never, you know. But then, all of a sudden... Manziel shows up, and it just becomes this monstrosity, right? A couple of years ago, it's not now, but they had the, they were shockingly, uh, they generated the most revenue in college football. And what do you think that does, not only for the athletic program, but for the university? Oh, it does probably and, leaps and, and bounds. And that's what, you know, that's where the Cajuns are, right? I mean, I understand we're very close to, to Baton Rouge, right? And it's not that big a deal. I mean, and when I go to a game, I hardly ever sit in traffic. The worst part of sitting in traffic for me is if there is traffic, it's after the Lobdell exit. And so it doesn't take that long to get over the bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going close. If it's at 6 o'clock, I'm leaving here at like 3. So maybe I'm in the press box by 4.30. Most of the time, Lyndon, the traffic is in where I'm parking. So that may take 10 or 15 minutes. But a lot of times, a clear shot off the highway, uh, Go the back way around the, the, you know, baseball and softball fields. Uh, end up parking uh, at the box. And uh, that may take a little bit, but usually not that long. So how does Boone, how do how does App State sell out their games? Right now, their stadium is not nearly as big as right now as the Cajuns. Let's see here. Uh, Has to be their marketing, right? Well, I mean, someone's going to say there's nothing else to do in Boone, but True. you know, I mean, there's nature and there's probably skiing somewhere around the way. And when that happens, when that's available, uh, App State Football Stadium. I bet you it's about twenty four, twenty five thousand. Kid Brewer Stadium. Let's see what it holds. Holds thirty thousand. That thing's packed every weekend. 
that thing is packed every weekend. And we celebrate it when it's 15,000 over here. True. And we're sitting in the middle of, you know, I mean, it's SEC country, but it's in the middle of where everybody thinks that football is a religion. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look at Friday nights. Friday nights are packed around the, the KDM. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe and they're trying to do it. We're hoping for some sort of announcement any day now, right? I'm, but this, the administration and the athletic department need to take this to the next level because it's not about just playing football. Do we want to see what LSU's enrollment has done in the last few years? Oh, it's probably skyrocketed. What do you think Florida's enrollment did with Tebow? Oh. What kind of two-year run was that, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe even three-year run, right? He won one national championship. Then he won the Heisman, and then he came back. What What do we think that did to the University of Florida? Their application skyrocketed. Right, what do we think that the Final Four did this year with those mid-majors? True. That's It's not only, you know, the advertising for a day. It's the advertising for a couple of weeks. Especially if you get to the Final Four, that's almost two to three weeks of national recognition. So the teams, and this is why whatever the SEC is doing and the Big Ten is doing and all these schools are doing to get the money in to compete with football to win national championships but the schools are the ones that are benefiting. And that's where, you know, University of Louisiana needs to figure out how to step up. Get more, you know, get more exposure, right? I mean, when you want, I'm sorry, but when you watch a Raging Cajuns game on TV right now and you get 10 to 15,000 in there, unfortunately it looks empty. True. Because we see the far sidelines and the students are in two sections in the corner. I've said this before, what they do over in Mobile, and it looks good. The student section is, first of all, it is only a 24,000-seat stadium. They have issues selling that out. But not the student section, and the student section looks full because they're on the lower level, and they are from the 20 to the 20. Well, guess what we see on TV? The, the student you section. See the student section from 20 not to here the 20. because it's in, the, like you said, it's in that corner. So next year, next year when they knock, this far or this near side down, if you will, then it'll look packed because mm-hmm. everybody's going to be sitting over there. True. So maybe that'll be it. But when you hear and you can't do anything, someone uh, you know replied, you know the only way you can get on, you know, game day is having a not a great game to begin with somewhere, right? It couldn't have been a much better game and have the kind of start that App State did last year, right? They scored forty points. In the fourth quarter, should have probably, I don't know, should have beaten, but certainly should have gone to another overtime, losing to Carolina 63-61, then they upset A&M. You know, unfortunately, was that, would that have been, no, that would have been 21. When did we say they beat, they beat uh, Iowa State? That was, that would have been, that would have been 20. 20? Talk about App State beating Iowa State? No, the Cajuns. Oh, Cajuns beating Iowa State. Because I don't think it... uh... That's in 20, yeah. So that's COVID, so that's not... Can't do anything about that. All right. 
was going to say I don't think it did anything for the attendance, but no. I, I don't think winning a I don't think winning a Sun Belt championship in twenty two did anything, or in twenty one did anything to help attendance in in twenty two. True. Yeah, I don't think it did. I don't think Billy Napier's success really helped attendance that that much. No, I mean, I, I mean, the Sun Belt championship game was not sold out. True. It had a nice crowd. But it wasn't, wasn't sold, sold out. out. Yeah, I, I know yeah. what the numbers say. I don't believe that they were as much as the numbers say. I, I think I've seen bigger crowds with either Grambling, Southern, and McNeese. But you see what the investment does. 25% increase in applications due to one weekend in the fall. So, all right, let's take a time out. All right, Dave Schultz, Lena Burton, what do you guys think? You can't end up on game day, you know, automatically. You got to do something. Someone said they I, they wish that South Alabama would. They would go to Mobile. And he's like, they'll never come here. I'm like, beat Tulane and Oklahoma State. And maybe they do. And maybe, yeah, true. Maybe they do. Back after this, Dave Schultz, Lena Burton, 103.3 The Goat. Someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International, is Louisiana's premier employee benefits and commercial insurance brokerage. Dwight Andrus can insure just about any risk that your business faces. Dwight Andrus specializes in the construction, healthcare, real estate, and hospitality industry. Chances are you're probably already doing business with someone who does business with Dwight Andrews. Dwight Andrews, a division of Hub International, asked to speak with Harry Potter or Brant Etier. Visit them at DwightAndrewsInsurance.com. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Ernie Johnson and Charles Barkley welcoming you back to Susan's Cubicle here in Accounts Payable. What an afternoon of nonstop bookkeeping action, Charles. Are you kidding me? She set herself a reminder to get out of that chair and move. That's a smart use of a timeout. She's somehow still reading her emails while getting her heart rate up and moving her muscles. Healthy habits that could lower your risk of cancer. Uh-oh, it's Karen from the IT department. This is a wrinkle no one saw coming. She means well, but she just derailed the yoga class down in accounts receivable. There she goes with one of her usual distractions. But Susan just tosses her a no-look way. That's a crazy move. Let's watch that again. She's stretching. 
And there's the effortless sideways. Who's putting on a clinic? Susan from Accounts Payable. Dominating. Just get moving. It helps in the prevention of so many cancers. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. My son, Finn, was born with congenital heart disease, causing him to spend the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open-heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon, especially when he was so little. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part of creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how the Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little goat array. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton, 103.3, The Goat. Uh, bottom of the hour, Evan Dudley talking UAB uh, football. Cajuns play there week three. Uh, call in about the comments about investing in athletics is not just to be a better to be better on the field. It helps out the entire school, right? These things are three and a half, four hour commercials. You know, it doesn't matter if you're on at 11, 2.30, 3.30, Seven yeah. o'clock, eight o'clock, doesn't matter. It's a three and a half, four hour pure advertisement. All right. Uh, and that's the way that the Cajuns should think, and I'm not sure it does. It's different when you're Stanford or the Ivy League or something along those lines. University of Louisiana is not that, so they need to lean into to what they are. Into into the yeah. athletics. That's what works in this area. Uh, all right, you know what the Streisand effect is, Lyndon? Um, no, but I can Google it. I know what the Streisand effect is. I can tell you. Googling it helps you, but I'm welcome to tell you okay. what it is. Okay. So back in the day, Barbara Streisand, we all know who she is. I tried to get a one of the paparazzi to stop taking pictures of her house. 
and okay. went to court to do this. The problem was it had a boomerang effect, if you will. So instead of trying to stop one person, it brought much more attention to her house. Mm. And so now that's called the Streisand effect. Okay. All right. Okay. By suspending Kevin Brown for much more than they did, they have numerous broadcasting broadcasters, radio and TV, for the Baltimore Orioles. But instead of just doing it for like a weekend, compared to two weeks, everybody found out about it. And we, again, it happened, when did we find out about it? Was it Tuesday? Um, Yeah, I think so. Today's Wait. Thursday. If not Something Monday, like then... So maybe it was Monday. Boy, it's flown by. Yeah, yeah it has. It has. Yes, maybe has. it was Monday. All right. Uh, anyway, so we saw it, and Awful Announcing put the uh, the audio of Kevin Brown just describing how much better the Orioles have been playing in Tampa this year compared to last year, and that did not go over well with one of the owners. Doesn't matter that it was in the game notes. Doesn't matter that, you know, the TV is the one who put it together. It matters that Kevin Brown is the face of the Orioles, if you will, in this case. And he caught the brunt of the suspension. Well, guess what happened a couple of days later? Mm. Let's hear. Let's hear. This is the play in the Brewers. Now, do you want to hear from the TBS broadcast or do you want to hear from inside the stadium itself? Well, the TV broadcaster is saying it. Do you do you have it? Okay, so... I think I have it from John Boy Media posting the uh, the chant that broke out in Camden Yard. Okay, let's see that. Let's hear this. Okay. So that was the chant that broke out in, the, but it got on TV on yeah, the, on the on TBS, TBS broadcast, which it was not on the Madison broadcast. The Madison I don't know how that's feasible, yet. but go ahead. Let's hear the. And the chance of free Kevin Brown raining down the Orioles television play-by-play announcer. I love this fan base standing behind their announcer. Great, you don't know the story. Kevin Brown made some extremely benign comments. Was not even critical, but somebody in upper management, many believe it is the owner, made a decision to take him off the air. And so now the reverse has happened. Mm-hmm. It's the Streisand effect oh, where nobody nobody knew about this, mm-hmm. right, until someone did a little digging. And now the owner and the organization are completely embarrassed uh, publicly. Do they fire Numerous him? times. No. Or does he get no. worse? No. The question is, does he get another job? Oh. So Gary Cohen said there'd be 29 other teams that would hire him, except, well, not 29 other teams, Gary, because if he gets hired by, say, the Mets, you're out of a gig. True. All right, and these jobs are tough to come by. These people, I mean, Gary Cohn's been part of the Mets broadcasts. It's got to be going on 20 years, 23 years now. He was first doing radio, and now he's on TV. Maybe TV for a decade almost. He's one of the best. He's, you know, Bob Euchre's still doing Brewers radio. He's Ooh. in his 80s. Ben Scully did, did Dodgers radio for like 60 years. Maybe longer, right? These jobs do not open up. Trust me, I try. <laughs> they, I mean, you're lucky if you get one of these gigs. And so he's keeping his mouth shut. He's not, when he gets on the air Friday, he's not going to say a thing. He's not going to refer to it. He's not going to have a comment on it. Unless he says something, I appreciate everybody's support, but let's just 
you know, I don't even think he's going to refer to it. No. Now, does he get another job somewhere else for next year? Maybe. Mm. We'll see. I mean, someone always seems to be retiring, right? Maybe, you know, baseball doesn't fit into the schedule. The Orioles would be smart if they let him, like, say, thank you for all the support from the fans. Now let's go win some baseball together. As Orioles be, Nation. Uh, would you say that without permission? No, God, no, especially right. not after what happened to him. Yeah, no, <laughs> would not say that without permission. All right, let's take a time out. Jeez, man, that poor guy got got fired for stating the facts, let alone saying what I just said. Yeah, but he, yeah, but maybe, you know, kind of like my suspension, maybe I got popular after I got suspended. Oh, so you think he's going to give. And so he's become much more popular I mean, nobody outside of Baltimore and Major League Baseball knew who Kevin Brown was. I knew him because he did Syracuse games. Yeah. But yeah, I had no idea who nobody that guy was. Nobody knew who Kevin Brown was unless you're on the inside, right? Uh, all right. Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton. We're talking UAB Blazers football. When we come back, Cajuns play them week three in Birmingham on 103.3. The go. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I'm going to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The Goat. Hey, just stop by to say hello, and my gosh, look how busy it is in here. How'd you get all these customers? Yeah, this month has been a record breaker. You know, for a long time, we had decent business coming in by word of mouth, but we weren't growing. Lately, though, a lot of folks have been finding us online, and that's made all the difference. That's terrific. I wish I could figure out how to do that with my shop, but I have no idea where to start. Just do what I did. It's not as hard as you think. Go to mylocalcustomers.com to see exactly how many searches there are for businesses just like yours. Okay, then what? Well, if you see there are a good number of clients searching in our area, you'll also get some suggestions for the best way to get their attention. Do you think there are a lot of people searching for my business? Only one way to find out. Go to mylocalcustomers.com. It's quick, easy, and free. Go to mylocalcustomers.com for a free local customer analysis that will show you how many customers are searching online for your type of business. It's quick, easy, and free. Visit mylocalcustomers.com. That's mylocalcustomers.com. The Dell Technologies Back to School event is on with deals on top tech for class, hobbies, and more. Now, when you buy, you support a cause. With every eligible purchase, Dell will donate to UNICEF in support of GIGA, a UNICEF ITU global initiative to connect schools across the globe to the Internet. Accidental damage protection included. Get rare deals on select laptops and desktops powered by the latest Intel Core processors. Save now at Dell.com slash deals. UNICEF does not endorse any company, brand, product, or service. The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans' benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at PVA.org. 
What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I want to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The Goat. Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton, on a Thursday afternoon sports chat, 103.3. The GOAT coming up at 4, Nick Underhill from NewOrleans.Football. Final should be, as far as anyone's concerned, Nick.Underhill.Football. His own little outlet that he's built uh, into something really impressive. All right, let's talk a little uh, UAB football. Uh, the uh, Blazers hosting the uh, Raging Cajuns week three of the season, and we bring in the beat writer from AL.com. He is Evan Dudley. Evan, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Good to hear from you again. I appreciate your time. All right, so let's back it up, because the last time I was in Lafayette, the UAB football program, uh, specifically, I think, by an heir of uh, Coach Bear Bryant, was eliminated. Uh, period, right? They they did away with the football program. Fill us in on, on how it got uh, created again. Uh, well, I mean, it just took a whole lot of uh, fan support to come back, uh, uh, you know, especially during a you know, a time where that was able to be possible. Uh, but, you know, they were able to bring program back, had a lot of success since then, and now kind of enter a new era and new conference uh, with a new coach. All right, so what's the new conference and what's the new coach? Uh, well, you get the uh, American Conference uh, joining a, a larger uh, uh, footprint of schools, uh, mostly uh, kind of urban centers, uh, you know, as opposed to the Sun Belt, where uh, there's probably a more rural center uh, in those. Uh, and you bring in Trent Dilfer, a uh, former uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback, uh, won two uh, state titles in Tennessee uh, as a high school coach the last two seasons, went undefeated. Uh, so he's bringing in his kind of uh, – his way of things into the UAB uh, program, uh, which, you know, has a very solid foundation uh, that was built under Bill Clark. Yeah, I was still there in in uh, Mobile when they went with uh, Trent Elfer. How did that process get going? How do you get, you know, to land on, on a high school football coach compared to somebody, you know, a, a coordinator or something like that who's done it in college before? Uh, well, when Mark Ingram, the uh, athletic director for UAB, was uh, kind of making the rounds uh, last season, uh, you know, going just through some preliminary meetings and interviews, uh, nothing formal at the time, uh, uh, Trent Dilfer's name came up. And, you know, since he was in Nashville, uh, not very far from Birmingham, uh, you know, Mark was able to uh, meet up with Trent uh, for, you know, uh, maybe about 30 minutes to an hour and uh, speak with him uh, while they were on their way to the Western Kentucky game. And uh, from there, the relationship kind of grew a little bit more. And when it really came down to, uh, you know, 
Mark really deciding whether he was going to stick with the interim or go ahead with the new. Uh, you know, Trent Duffer's name kept coming up, so he uh, mm. continued to interview with him. And just the more Trent spoke to Mark, uh, you know, Mark was more impressed with it and decided to uh, really take a chance on this. And, I mean, it is very much a gamble, but it's also a, uh, a gamble that's got to have a reward. Uh, we're talking to Evan Dudley, AL.com. He brought one of his quarterbacks with him, right, from the high school? Uh, well, no, he did not. Oh. Uh, there's there's really no one really coming in, but you do keep Jacob Zeno in, uh, okay. uh, who had been there the last few years. Uh, he was an elite 11 QB, uh, which Trent Duffer was the uh, – the pretty much the program leader of the elite 11 QB camp. Uh, so he had some familiarity with Jacob Zeno, but, uh, you know, that he has brought in a few walk-ons from his team. Uh, I believe, uh, Hank Brown might be the player you were thinking about. He ended up, uh, uh, signing with Auburn, I believe. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Uh, what I presume he's running a pro style offense or what is, uh, what's uh, Trent doing? Uh, well, he brought in Alex Mortensen from Alabama. He's kind of been the uh, man behind the curtain the last few years for that offense, as uh, prolific as it as it has been. Uh, you know, with Bryce Young to uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, you know, guys like this. Uh, you know, that have just been able to put up this many yards. Uh, Alex Mortensen has kind of been there this entire time, uh, so this is really his first real chance to uh, you know take over a program. I think it was something that he was really wanting to. Uh, you know, kind of wait for a correct uh, position. You know, why would you want to leave the position you have at Alabama at that point? Uh, but, you know, but he takes a chance right here. And I think uh, just the relationship he knew uh, with Trent, uh, you know, Trent knowing his father uh, through his connections at ESPN, uh, you know, this is the son of uh, uh, Alex. Uh, Alex is the son of uh, Mortensen uh, from ESPN. So, I mean, it's a, you know, a lot of connections that Trent Differ has is uh, what's been able to bring these things together. And with Alex, I think you're just going to see a more wide-open offense. But they're, they're still going to run the ball like UAB has, but they're going to definitely expand this offense and not just rely on running the ball and uh, uh, dropping play-action bombs to their top receiver. Talking to Evan Dudley, uh, AL.com, UAB uh, beat writer. This team has been very good since they, you know, had no football in 2016, 2017, uh, eight and five, uh, 2018, uh, 11 and three. Uh, last year they finished, uh, seven and six. What, uh, Bill Clark gets sick. What happened with Bill Clark? Oh, uh, well, it was just more of a, a problem that he had had for, you know, the last 40 years uh, uh, with an invertebrae and in a, in a, oh, right. uh, a spine that he had to get fixed uh, through some uh, a little bit more intense surgery. And I think the more he did the research on it, he knew that he would not be able to run a program, you know, what it would take to run the program. He just simply could not do, but he could not put off the uh, – surgery anymore so you know he made the decision to go ahead and retire and uh with the stipulation that brian uh vincent would be elevated to interim uh for the season and they would be able to keep the coaching staff together for at least a season until a uh formal coaching staff could be a uh, coaching search could right. be conducted right. and so what are expectations this year uh, I think the expectations are at least a bowl game. Uh, you know, some, you know, there are some, uh, uh, predictions that have them very low, but I think this is a team that still has experience. It's still got leaders on this team. Uh, they lost a good bit from last year and obviously you do have a new coach, but I think it's a, uh, you know, 
it's not so much of a you know rebuilding it is retooling this program, but just what Bill Clark was able to uh, lay as a foundation, just the culture of the program, and that's going to continue to carry on. Uh, you know, there are coaches, there are people in that building that were part of that Clark era, uh, you know, of UAB football, so they know exactly the foundation that was built and what it was built upon. And Trent's, you know, wanting to con- con- continue that. You know, he speaks highly of what Bill Clark was able to do, so I think Trent's just wanting to continue and elevate this program even further. Uh, talking to Evan Dudley, AL.com. Now, they did. how do they draw in Birmingham? Obviously, you know, that's center. I mean, basically in between, maybe a little bit closer to Tuscaloosa, but Tuscaloosa's on one side and Auburn's on the other, so... Half the city goes one place, half the city goes another place. They have a nice downtown stadium not too far away from where the Birmingham Barons play. How are they drawn in downtown Birmingham? Uh, well, I think it's just going to be a, a more of a build over the next few years, especially into their new stadium. Uh, you know, it's a 41,000-seat uh, mm. stadium, and I think, uh, you know, they're probably averaging about half of that right now, you know, in the first couple years of having that stadium. So it'll just continue to build, uh, especially with you have Alabama and Auburn. I think that's something UAB, I don't think they're trying to fight as much as they're trying to pull a lot of those fan bases with them that, you know, you can also root for your favorite team, Alabama or Auburn, but you can also root for UAB because, you know, they are a, uh, a pretty good FBS program and they don't regularly play uh, Auburn or Alabama during the season. Sure. So, uh, you know, it's something that they're trying to do with that, just bring a lot of those. And plus you, you see it in a lot in just the people who go to these universities. A lot of them uh, uh, will go to a master's at UAB, uh, perhaps if they're especially in a medical field. So you're starting to have a lot of people who have degrees from both an Alabama and Auburn or and a UAB. So, you know, I think it's just the changing of ways and it's going to bring, uh, you know, probably a little bit more of the fan base will continue to grow over the next uh, at least the five to ten years. You should be able to see a, a pretty large investment into this program by the fan base. Yeah, Trent Dilfer went on some local programming and talked uh, almost in a threatening style about, uh, you know, if any of these Power Five conferences, conference coaches come and get our and trying to, you know, get our kids in the transfer portal, we're going to, you know, out them. I'm not sure what that does. Um, how how has Trent been received uh, in Birmingham? Uh, he's been received very well. I think people like his candidness, his uh, his fiery nature. Uh, he's not a guy who's going to give you coach speak. He's not going to sit there and tell you that they're working hard. They're going to run the ball and play defense. He's going to answer the tough questions. He's going to be uh, transparent about it because that's just the way he was. Uh, when he was a player, whenever he uh, joined ESPN, that was something he always uh, very much ensued. So, I mean, I think it's just what he wants to do, uh, you know, keeping that transparency and that, uh, you know, that kind of, you know, every man feel that uh, the fan base can really grab onto. And, uh, you know, and speaking with, you know, the, the NIL and the tampering within the transfer portal, uh, you know, Dilfer is not exactly opposed to it. You know, there are, you know, if his uh, one of his players has a chance to go to a power of five, maybe make some more NIL money before going to the NFL, he is supportive of that. But I think what he really zero, zeroes in is, is if he has a player that's still on his roster who is not in the transfer portal and he was being coerced into joining the mm-hmm. transfer portal to go to another program. And that's that's where he draws the line at in that uh, retrospect. All right, let's wrap it up here with Evan Dudley, AL.com, previewing UAB. Uh, they have a tough schedule to begin with. Uh, they do host uh, North Carolina A&T to kick the season off on 
August 31st, but then they're at Georgia Southern. That's never easy. They host the Cajuns. They're at Georgia and at Tulane. That is a uh, baptism by fire there for Mr. Trent Elfer in the college football ranks. Uh, absolutely. You know, he's going to have a, you know, he's going to have a good, tough schedule to kind of really see where he fits in, uh, you know, into college football, uh, you know, in the first go around, he's not going to have to wait a year. So, uh, you got a defending national champion, you got a, uh, a the conference defending champion, uh, you know, who beat USC in the cotton bowl. So, you know, you got two, uh, teams right there. And of course, Tulane, as I speak of, uh, you know, UAV actually beat that program two years ago. Uh, in New Orleans, so I mean, this is a uh, you know a program that can compete with these uh, peer institutions, but you know it won't be easy, uh, especially for a first year coach. He is Evan Dudley. Uh, we'll probably catch up with you the week of the game, my friend. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Always a pleasure. All right, Evan Dudley, AL.com, talking UAB uh, football. Is Trent Dilfer? You think going to have a good quarterback since he's the guru of the quarterbacks? One would think, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I would assume. But you'd also assume that he's going to put that quarterback in the best possible way to win. True. He's not going to have so he's going to be able to very easily find out what they can and it cannot can do. do. Yeah. That's what oh, I'm thinking. Oh, breaking news. All right, all right, all right. Oh, oh, all right, we'll be back. Okay. All right, don't start. All right. I'm sure someone put up a hype video. That's no, no, not no, 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 no. Come on, man. This, I, I, I learned my lesson since all the right. baseball incident. All right. This is real news. Okay, all right. All right, we'll be back. We've got breaking news. I don't have any idea what it is. All right, it's not... Uh, it's so breaking, I'm going to write about it. It's not uh, <laughs> Jed York being caught in a college football uh, or a college cheating scandal, is it? Um, No. No, 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 no. no That's no. the owner of the 49ers, by the way. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I probably read about that. All right. It's not OJ wondering why he got a harsher sentence from the Las Vegas court than Henry Ruggs III, is it? No, you want to write about that? I thought about it the other yeah, day, I honestly. About that too, yeah. All right. We'll be back after this. Top of the hour, Nick Underhill talking Saints. We got breaking news. Probably a new product from Reese's for all I know. Probably. Back after this. Dave Schultz, Linda Burton, 103.3 The Goat. FC veteran Tim Crater, legendary kickboxing champion and pro boxer Joe Ancona, and king of St. Martin Paris martial arts Jared Conk bring you a stacked card at Bayou Fighting Championship 61 this Saturday night, August 12th at the Hyman Performing Arts Center. General admission tickets start at just $46, reserve seats 77 and are available at BayouUFC.com. Some of the best fighters in the region battle it out in BFC 61. Saturday night, August 12th at the Hyman Performing Arts Center. These are no wimpy cage fights. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. 
Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Mess with a goat. <laughs> You'll get the horns, then the butt. Because <laughs> that's what goats do. 1033, the goat. This generation rules the nation with version. You know what us having the songs means. So come next April, this has to be our intro for the. Why is it? Why? Next April 20th. Oh, (laughs) there you go. So we know what the song is about now. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, That's funny. I'm not sure I knew about it when the song came out, but. I mean, they're pretty blatant about it. Oh yeah, in the video. Have you ever seen the video? Oh no, no, no. Oh, no, you gotta no, see no. the video. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant was just the no, that, yeah. No, that was one. That was one. Yeah, that was a uh, one of those one-hit wonder videos, right? Gotcha. Who's who's the band? I mean, past oh, the Dutchie. I don't, I don't know. even know. Yeah, Let's I don't see know. if you have it in here. Musical Youth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Musical Youth. Uh, but it is good breaking news that I have for you. Okay. According to Jordan Schultz, and you'll see the story up on 103.3 The Goat in a little bit, uh, Jalen Smith, former Cowboys linebacker, former Giants linebacker, signing with the Saints after today's meeting and workout, which verifies what Dave said all along. Usually when people go into these meetings and they they leave without a contract, it says, hey, they're not signing. This guy left with his contract. True, 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 true. Doesn't sound as good as you. Not quite as good as you. Are you making fun of me, my truth? A little bit. A little Smoked bit. Smoke yeah. on messaged me on Twitter was like, yeah. bro, how many times are you going to say true? I was yeah. like, I just agree with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a little bit, yes. Mocking you a little bit. Uh, okay, I probably would have rather have Anthony Barr. Yeah, probably so. Has he signed anywhere? Who, Barr? Yeah. No, I haven't seen anything. So I presume this is just a camp contract. I don't know what he signed. You know, one, one, we'll see. Well, we'll talk to Nick Underhill at four o'clock and see how much this is going to cost. I don't really care about the the money, but I'm just, you know, what if he doesn't make the team? 
True. That's yeah. the only thing. That's the only thing. And he we still don't have worth it. And we still Kareem Hunt didn't sign. Yeah, well, which I'm kind of glad he didn't. No, he with the Saints or with the Colts. With the Saints, he didn't sign with the Colts. Oh, well, he, do you think he's going to circle back around? Maybe, possibly. Yes. yes. Yes, if they offered him, I don't think there's any hard feelings with that. Yeah, I don't think so. The thing is, with the Colts, you would think that he would get more money because of the situation. Because if Jonathan yep. Taylor ain't playing, he could be the lead back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he would be the lead back on this team. I would figure it would be Jamal Williams. Yep, 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 yep. To begin with, right? Yeah, it's got to be Jamal Williams as a starter. Him and Kendra Miller's the scat bag. Yeah. One would assume until Kamara gets back. It's only three weeks. True. Yeah, it's not bad. That's not that's not a long time. That's why I don't. That's why I never understood the signing of Hunt. Well, I don't have a problem with the signing of Hunt. You just someone always gets hurt, and as long as they know their role on the on the team. Someone's always going to get banged up. And if they're not banged up for multiple games, maybe he misses a half, whoever he is. Don't you need three or four running backs on the team? Yes, but to your point yesterday, you can go get a guy like a Boston Scott for super cheap just to have depth in the the position. Well, don't you consider like, I mean, whatever it was, they were offering him. Oh, Hunt? I mean, a million dollars is cheap, yeah. isn't it? No, it is. It is. But and, and they were offering him probably less than that. Well, you have to offer him at least that. But he, they were offering him money with a bunch of incentives, which he would never probably get. And the only way he gets it is if someone gets hurt. And maybe in this case, if two people get hurt. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, time will tell if the Saints regret not signing Hunt. Because let us be here in December and we have some more injuries to the running back position, we're going to be like, oh, should have signed well, I don't him. think it's regret because he turned them down. True, 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 true. Yeah. He should have. Yeah, no, no, no. That's fair. That is fair. It'll Maybe it'll be, should have ponied up a little more money. But well, you could have done that. You could have done that. But at the time, right? it just doesn't seem feasible when you have three studs at running back that you're already paying a wazoo to. Well, you're not paying a whole lot to the rookie. Wasn't no, like a but third between, round pick? between Kamara and Williams, you're, you're pay, that's a good chunk of change because Kamara yeah. is getting paid. 50 mil, yeah. Yeah, he's getting paid a lot. He's one of the yeah. – him and McCaffrey are the top running backs. That's why you don't hear anything yeah. from them. Right. And that's right. why when we discuss is the running back position dead, no, no, no. You just have to adjust yourself to being more of well, a Well, when did he catcher. sign it? Oh, well, he signed it before all this hoopla. Yeah. But post-Zeke, though. And he doesn't have nearly the contract Zeke had. True, true. Yeah, no, that's Wasn't fair. it just like a four-year deal? Zeke's was a ridiculously long deal. Yeah, it was. It was. He's still available. He is. You think someone's... But see, I saw someone post on TikTok the other day, and I thought about writing this, but I was like, uh, this is not a... I can't use TikToks as sources, but I do will take it for rumors. Said Zeke's fat, man. Said Zeke's playing days are done. Oh, really? Yeah, that's somebody who is with him wherever he stays. Right. Said, I see him every day. Dude doesn't work out. He's oh, just partying. Okay. Here, oh. in, here in whatever resort, I don't want to blow up his spot. Sure. Res- partying, drinking. Oh, see, I think these mm-hmm. other guys are trying to get a gig. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've only had one preseason game. we got two more tonight. I get to watch my Why do you think your Patriots, Patriots didn't sign Zeke? Oh, well, that could have been it. Yeah, that I, could have been it. If he was healthy, I, I'm sure Belichick would have signed him. I don't know. I mean, Cook went there. and didn't sign there. 
Fair. Yeah, and Cook's definitely in, in, in so top these shape. These guys, right? Saquon Barkley was in shape. So we got a, some running back's going to be out for the year here before the season gets going, right? Someone's going to get hurt in training camp somewhere and somewhere. Yeah. Whether it be a torn ACL or, you know, a, a hamstring, he's out for two months. That That's bound to happen here week one or whatever happens in the next two, three weeks. I think it's bound to happen. So we shall see uh, moving forward. All right. Let's take a timeout. Music didn't hit. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's on me. It's on me today. She doesn't know the dress. Her hair Set everything is always Cat to steal and she won't confess. All right. We'll talk things. We got Nick Underhill. From New Orleans.Football. His own platform, which he's yeah. killing. He is crushing it. Back after this. Dave Schultz, Linda Burton, 1033. There you go. Download the free 1033 The Goat app now. Right now. You go mail and the very latest sports news now. Did he say what I think he said? 1033 The Goat. John Wayne Prejean of John Wayne's Body and Paint. I've been hearing a lot about Nano of Acadiana. What is that? Nano of Acadiana is the installer of Nano Ceramic Protect products. Oh, that's Nano Joe Oquan and his bunch. Nano Joe, what's been your experience with Nano Ceramic Protect? I had one lady had a brand new Honda Civic and she dropped it off. It looked amazing, brand new. But whenever she got back that Thursday, she came into the office and I could see the glow in her face. She's telling her husband, I can't believe that it could look as good as it looks. Now that that's impressive. If you'd like to get to know Nano Joe and see just how much your car can shine with the protected finish, contact Nano of Acadiana. You can find him at 102 Speed Pro Lane in Scott or give him a call at 445-3660. You can even check him out on Facebook at Nano of Acadiana. You too will be impressed when you've taken it to Nano Joe at Nano of Acadiana. 102 Speed Pro Lane in Scott on Facebook at Nano of Acadiana. To your left, our new exhibit, Monarchs of Springfield. And right here we have our empty tour guide stand. The last time Bryn hired someone is ancient history. Sir, excuse me, that's not part of the exhibit. They need tour guides who know the museum ropes. Hey, kid, you, you like wearing khakis? I got a job for you. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Dan Hicks with Paul Zinger, welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic and Zing. She has been absolutely tremendous today, but it all comes down to this shot. It does, Dan, and you couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees, just a slight two-mile-an-hour breeze and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical. That is right. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh, wow. Looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know. Looks like she's going with a 30. Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day. And notice how she's using broad spectrum sunscreen and a generous amount too incredible that was a masterful performance that was pretty good too stand up to cancer and optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer visit takeahealthystand.org 
I'm Dr. Miller, a dentist and a volunteer for Dental Lifeline Network. DLN is a nonprofit that has helped me literally change the lives of people in my community through the Donated Dental Services Program. DLN asks dentists to volunteer to see just one of the many patients in need each year. If you're a dentist or know a dentist, please share this information. Like me, they can make a real difference in someone's life. DLN makes it easy. Go to willyoucone.org to learn more. That's willyoucone.org. I'm Shanola Hampton. I support the Feeding America Network of Food Banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. 